Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Oh, (laughs) what were you going to say? Hello, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say greetings. Actually, I was going to say greetings and salutations. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I saw that you were about to say something, so it's I okay. I was myself. trying to uh, get in there first to say something bright and happy with I'm, this gloomy day. I'm usually the one to speak first because I am the one monitoring our recording device for Very levels, true. and so I hit record and I can see when it actually starts. So that's why you typically hear my <laughs> voice first and not Marissa's. Fun little behind-the-scenes fact for you guys. <laughs> fun facts. We're all about fun facts here at Ink Drinkers. <laughs> um, what other fun facts you got? I'm too tired, Jamie. I can't. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I know. I was li- like, my mind was racing. I, was I don't really. We don't of- really have fun facts. And I, yeah, I, I don't can't really think of anything interesting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to think if I, like, have I read any interesting articles lately? Mm. Have I? But, Ooh, I have a fun fact. Uh, it's not look, fun. I knew you had something. Yeah, it's not fun. It's actually terrible, but also great. <laughs> so I saw um, on an Instagram news account that I follow that uh, this week in California, I think it was San Francisco, a pilot landed a plane on the freeway and he was actually able to land in between cars and he said that's why he landed there he was having engine failure and he had two passengers on board the plane caught on fire like when it hit but they all got out fine okay first of all i mean that's really cool that he was able to do that and like everyone lived and there's a video of it it's pretty intense but when you first started saying a plane landed on a freeway i'm thinking like a giant passenger jet oh sorry (laughs) this is a yeah a small plane i was like wow how'd that fit on the freeway (laughs) in between cars dang that's that's uh gotta be a long stretch but okay yeah it was pretty um yeah it takes skill not really a fun fact but a um worthy mention the book that I'm listening to right now is like number, I don't know, eight or something in the Cork O'Connor series. And um, a small little plane has gone missing. Ooh. Yeah. It's Cork's wife, so it's a little like, oh. <gasps> like she was on the plane. But otherwise, why would Cork care? Just kidding. Court cares about everyone. I know you don't read this series. No. But he just, he really cares about everyone. Well, I'm sorry to hear about his wife. <laughs> I'll pass along your regards. <laughs> Thanks. Next time I'm they, playing the audio. Fi- I hope they find her alive. <laughs> me too. Me too. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, let me know if he uh, ever hears anything. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Okay. He just got to the to the place and he's going to look for her. Anyway. So we'll know soon. Um, yeah, I'll let you know when okay, I find thanks. out. I won't spoil it for anybody else, though. Sure. Who's, who's going? <laughs> I think you. It's your turn. It's, it's my turn? Yeah, yeah. I think. Okay. Well, it is now. I'll take it. So, I am telling you about a book called 
the Casquette Girls mm-hmm. by Alice Arden. And I know that we mentioned this as like a in our post earlier this week, what yeah. we we're currently reading. Um, now it's spelled C A S Q U E T T. There's okay. a lot of French in the book. So um, I, I like had to look it up before this. I was like, is it casquette? How do you say it? <laughs> and they were like, casquette, casquette. I was like, oh, okay, pretty simple then. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm not sure if Alice is from New Orleans. I'm assuming so. I should have looked that up before the podcast, but the book takes place in New Orleans. Okay. So um, our heroine is Adele Lemoyne. She's 16. Um, I th- I was assuming Lemoyne was spelled like the way that you and I know. Right. Lemoyne, L-E-M-O-I-N-E, but yeah. no, it's L-E space M-O-Y-N-E. So oh, okay. I, 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 yeah. That was a little surprising because I listened to it, obviously. And then when I was going look at the character names after, I was like, oh, that's not that's not your typical spelling. Yeah, because Lemoyne is a very, very common, common name, name down here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and there were a lot of, you know, common Louisiana things Last names in the or, book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just just references in general and things. Yeah. yeah. That's always fun. It was, it was really fun. So the premise is there was a huge hurricane in new orleans storm of the century not katrina i thought it was katrina but it's just a made-up yeah it's a made-up storm i i want to say they said at the beginning of the book it was like a cat seven or something like that which doesn't exist i i'm pretty sure that they said something like that and it was like this was a huge storm So now new orleans no longer exists (laughs) basically (laughs) new orleans is post-apocalyptic new orleans (laughs) completely wiped (laughs) off the map a a lot of the descriptions sounded a lot like what happened in Katrina because I I think the levees broke in this storm too and they talked about like water lines on buildings and stuff like that um but anyway so it felt like Katrina but it wasn't specifically Katrina okay um so there was this huge hurricane wipes out New Orleans um and so Adele and her father um relocate to Miami um, her dad stays in Miami, and then he sends Adele to France to live with her mom. So they used to all live in New Orleans, but her mom was French, and she moved back to France years ago. So it's just been Adele and her dad for quite a long time now. Um, so she goes and spends two months in France with her mom, but like she never sees her mom. Her mom is never around. She doesn't like her mom. She calls her Madame Brigitte. <laughs> Not to her face, <laughs> oh, but when okay. she's talking to her dad, she's like, uh... You're, you mean I have to go stay with Madame Brigitte? <laughs> and her dad's like, don't call her that. <laughs> but uh, so she's she ends up spending a lot of time with, and, and honestly, we don't even we don't even read this part of the book. This is all like I've been in New Orleans for two months, so you don't we don't get this firsthand. You mean France? France. Sorry, yes, France. Um, I've been in France for two months. Um, so she spends a lot of time with her mom's assistant, Emile. And, you know, gets a little, gets a little crush on a meal. But well, sure. <laughs> she finally um, convinces her dad, let's go back to New Orleans, even though New Orleans is still completely devastated. There's barely anybody in the city. Um, her dad agrees to go back. So they get back to the city and their house is a little torn up, but mostly livable. Um, her dad's studio had some damage. He's like a, a metalworking artist that had some damage, but they're able to make it work. Her dad's big thing is that he still wants her to be in school. 
and her school is not open right now. So she's got to find another school to go to. Um, she ends up going, they live downtown. She ends up going to the fancy uptown school, um, which she really doesn't want to go to because she doesn't really like those girls. Does it have a name <laughs> in the book? Um, I think it was like the Sacred Heart Academy okay. or something like that. And they just call it the Academy, which is funny because that's what a lot of people call the school that we went to yeah, yeah. here in Baton Rouge. Um, I never called it that. No, me either. On purpose, because I felt like it sounded pretentious. It does. I never called it that just because I was so used to calling it St. Joe's. Yeah, but same. So she kind of becomes friends with Desiree. I forgot to mention her best friend is stuck in Los Angeles. Like her family relocated to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Her, okay. her best friend is going to school in Los Angeles. Her family is like chilling out there. Their house was destroyed. Um, her best friend's house was in Treme. And so it's like we hear all these different neighborhoods and different things that, you know, we know of New Orleans. That yeah. was really fun to listen to. Um, so she befriends Desiree, who's, you know, kind of an uppity girl, but like it's fine. Um, and her Desiree's dad is the mayor and her family owns like an, like an apothecary. And um, so, you know, she's kind of interesting and kind of cool. So when they get back, um, oh, I forgot to tell you about Isaac. Isaac um, comes down to New Orleans with his father to help with the relief efforts. And um, he's also taking some art classes with Adele's dad. Okay. Okay. So when she gets back, Adele starts noticing some strange things around the city. She finds a couple of bodies that are not hurricane-related. And she's like, okay, something weird is going on here. I don't know what it is. And the police are like, it's a hurricane. There's a lot of crime. It's, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, something else is going on here. Um, And then she notices that strange things start happening to her. Um, She can kind of, like, do things with her mind and, like, move things. And things start moving around her like she's in a store and um she's kind of like listening in on this conversation between these two brothers who are also characters in the book they're um nico and gabe medici they're from italy Mm. Mm -hmm. medici um (laughs) and she's like listening in on this private conversation and then like over on some other shelves, some cans of food fall off. And she's like, what? Why did that happen? How did that happen? So these weird things are happening to her. Okay. And so she and Desiree and Isaac kind of start investigating. Um, she finds some old letters uh, that were written by a woman named Adeline. And these letters talk about some witches that came over from France back in the 1700s. And the letters are all about, well, it's really a diary. And the diary is all about um, how this Adeline person is a witch. And there were these strange happenings on the ship on the way over. Um, And maybe there were vampires Um, Maybe that's how vampires got to New Orleans. So um, there are witches, vampires, letters from the past, a love triangle, of course. There is a prohibition-style bar with moonshine because there's a 9 o'clock curfew because of the hurricane. And 
people still want to go out and drink at night. Um, and there's a lot of New Orleans history thrown in. Uh, so it was just a really fun read. It was one of the only things that could actually hold my attention. Um, and it was one of the only books I've actually like really enjoyed in a while. That's great. It kind of sounds right up my alley. I like all the, you know, I, I like a little supernatural mixed in. Yes. Um, so it sounds like I'll be adding this to my list. It was a little, have you read A Discovery of Witches? Yes, loved okay. it. So it was a little bit like A Discovery of Witches for teens. Okay. Kind of it. elements of that. I was already hooked, but now I'm, now I'm yes. good to go. <laughs> that sounds great. Love it. And I was, honestly, I've been looking for a supernatural type feel book because I haven't. I'm always looking for a witchy book. A witchy book. Yeah. For sure. Like always looking for a good witchy book. Always a witchy book. (laughs) All right. This would be fun to read during the fall too. Yeah. I might hold off. Yeah. Because it takes place in like October. Okay. Um, Yeah. Because one of the, like some stuff goes down on Halloween in the book. So yeah, it takes place in October. It'd be perfect for fall. For sure. All right. Um, well, my uh, recommended read is also the one that I listed in our <laughs> post that I was currently reading. I'm glad we both enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the books that we both mentioned. The most recent reads. Um, it's called Birds of California by Katie Katugno. Have you read this? I've never even heard of it. Okay. Um, it's read by Joni I mean, Whalen. I've heard of it because it was in our post. Right. But I hadn't heard of it before okay. that. But um, Julia Whalen, I'm in. Yeah narrated it um so the main character um or the two main characters fiona st james is an ex-actress um she was not quite a childhood actress but she started acting in a um, pretty well-known show called birds of california oh, okay whenever she was a teenager i think she was 17 when she started and um sam fox was her big brother on the show Sam Fox. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is he foxy? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so Fiona, so it's eight years since they have seen each other and since Birds of California um, went kaput. <laughs> and um, um, Which streaming service was it on? <laughs> so it was actually, at the time, it was on like a family network. So it was, in my mind, the way they described it, it sounds a little seventh heaven. Okay. Um. But it was popular, like people, you know. Seventh Heaven was popular, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so she has always had a little crush on Sam, and they never really dated or anything like that. But um, things started to unravel for her pretty quickly. So she, this was her first big break as an actress. Um, at the same time that the show was going on, her personal life, her family life, kind of started to deteriorate. Um, her mom and dad. Um, get divorced and her mom leaves and she like moves to Seattle and doesn't really have a lot of contact with them. So she has a little sister named Claudia and at the time her dad went into this very deep depression and he really just stopped taking care of them. And so she was now responsible for Claudia who was I think I don't know like six at the time and her dad had a um, owned his own business. It was a print shop, <clears throat> and that's how he took care of them. But he kind of just really reality for him stopped. Um, 
So she was going through all of these personal things that no one knew about, and she felt at the time that she couldn't voice what was going on. And then some other things started happening um, that are, this was pre-Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Um, But some things that we now know were happening to certain, some kids uh, who are in the acting industry when they were younger, and they didn't feel like they could speak up. And so, yeah, so she um, had an, an... unfortunate situation um where she never talked to anybody about it so nobody knows but it started to derail everything in her personal life and she started acting out so at this time that this was going on her um her family life was deteriorating her personal life was deteriorating um she was a child she was 17 years old um and she just never really knew how to handle it and she started drinking and going out to parties getting in arguments with paparazzi she started being violent, um, doing drugs. So she ended up going into some type of rehab facility once really the the network canceled the show because they couldn't have that type of behavior on that on the show. And so she has videos all around the internet of like crazy um, Fiona St. James, like she just kind of like Britney Spears. Like she went off the okay. deep end at the time, had a pretty much like a mental breakdown. Um so she decided I'm after being in um, like a hospital, like you know, she's like I'm not going back to acting, and she in her mind was thinking I ruined my career anyway, and she was in the tabloids and it was just too much for her. So she said this is not what I signed on for. I'm not doing this, and she started working at her dad's print shop. Okay, and it's been eight years, and that's where she's been, and she's been off the face of all of the. Hollywood. She's totally out of the industry. Totally out of it. Um, Sam Fox, on the other hand, has, you know, some few shows that he's been a part of. He finally got cast as like a lead on a ER type where he's like the doctor. Oh, go Sam. I don't even know him, but I'm happy for him. But he's kind of like a cheesy, like C-level show where some people are fans, but it's not anything super great. It gets canceled. It was kind of his last thing. And in his mind, when he left... The show, because he left a season before it ended, The Birds of California, he thought, I'm going to now be this big movie star. And that didn't happen. He didn't get the roles. And um, at this point, he has $300 in his bank account. Oh, gosh. And the show just got canceled. Man, where are those royalties? Yeah. (laughs) He is, um, you know, he drinks too much. He parties a little too much. He's um, really into himself. He likes to check all the blogs or whatever to see, you know, people talking about him and wants to see how many followers he has every morning. And oh he's a little gosh. into himself and a little, you don't like him. You're like, I was going to say, I don't, not I don't like Sam anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you really, Fiona also has a very big temper tantrum and she freaks out really easily, but she also doesn't, doesn't have the coping mechanisms. Um, so you feel a little bit more for her. Um, but Sam is also dealing with his own stuff besides that. He, he has a mother who, um, his mother and his brother live in the Midwest and he's been sending money to them over the years. She has breast cancer. Mm. Um, so he does have a lot of responsibility, but he doesn't manage his money or, you know, he has, he drives a Tesla <laughs> and he's just kind of all around a little bit of a, you know. Yeah. So um, he has always kind of liked Fiona, but basically he gets a call from his agent and his agent says, look, they're trying to reboot Birds of California. 
And the only way that they're going to do it is if Fiona St. James signs on to the project. And we want you to uh, find her and convince her to do it. So he finds her in the print shop. And then things get a little steamy. (laughs) Also a little crazy. Um, And, you know, you can see, you can, you know how that kind of whole situation plays out. Yeah. Where, you know. I'm not going to go into it. But, um, yeah, so they start to have, like, a fling. Um, There's a lot of heated passion, but also a lot of anger. And she gets really upset really easily. And then he does some stupid stuff or doesn't tell her things. And, you know, they get in arguments a lot. And um, she's also writing plays and doing, like, community theater, which she's really passionate about. And so she's trying to get her life going. She tells him, I'm not interested in doing this at all. He is slowly being told from, like, all the – producers like you need to get her on so he's trying to do that but then he he really he likes her you know like they they really end up liking each other and he didn't think that that was going to be what it was um he thought he was just trying to convince her he wasn't trying to use her or anything I right think but once he starts liking her it's like he doesn't <clears throat> want to force her to do something that she doesn't want to exactly. do exactly yeah yeah um so so, yeah, um, Jamie Hartley is also a character who is a producer and, a, and was an actor on the show. And so Sam has always looked up to him, but um, he is also, like, calling him, like, hey, get our girl on, you know, like, make sure she's on and stuff. And um, Fiona hates his guts. <laughs> yeah, so okay. she's like, I don't want anything to do with those people. I don't want anything to do with Jamie. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not coming back, whatever they say. I'm not interested. Um, so, you know, really neither of these two characters are super likable. Sounds like. But their relationship with each other is just really cute and charged and has a lot of passion and like their banter back and forth is really amusing and fun. And then you slowly realize that those aspects of them that you don't like are a facade. Right. Like they're, you know. Well, and it sounds like there's reasons behind why they are the way they are that didn't make their lives easy. Right. So, um, I don't know. They do a lot of flashbacks to the, to the show, to the show and stuff of like when they were filming and what was going on at that time. And then like what was going on now. And, um, you start to piece everything together and you understand, you know, like some of the stuff that happened and and why it happened. Um, but it was just a good, it was a good, good book. The writing was good. And, um, uh, Julia Whalen just did a great job with it, obviously. Well, of course. Um, if. I read this, I am just going to be imagining Seventh Heaven the whole time. Like, I'm not going to, it's going to be like Jessica Beale and who else, what male character was in Seventh Heaven? My brother was an actor who I can't imagine, like, that would not have been steamy and hot. <laughs> the older brother? Yeah. The oldest one? Yeah, no. Who, there were... There were some good-looking guys on the show, though. Yeah, but there I think were. it was all the love interests. It was, were good it was looking. a love interest. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well. All right. What tea are we drinking? We are drinking s'mores by um, Red Stick Spice or Sogo Tea Company. Is how it's labeled now. Can I have some more, please? Some more tea, please. S'mores. <laughs> um, this tea flavor profile is chocolate. Marshmallows, a little bit of smoky flavor, campfire s'mores in a cup, blend of lapsang souchong, cacao nibs, chocolate, and vanilla. And it does have actual, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it does have actual chocolate chips in it. It does. Um, I wonder if they've melted. Wait, let me pull my bag out and see if they've melted. I mean, it's hard to tell, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't really see them. Um, I like it. It's, um, yeah, it's not bad. It's, it doesn't, it's a little bland. It's a little bland. Yeah. I mean, it is chocolate forward. I do chase, I chased, I do taste chocolate. I do get the smoky. Like, I get everything they described. All of the flavors that they described. It just, I don't know. Why is it bland? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like a little watery, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I, would, and dr- it's, I would drink it again, but... And, like, by the way, our tea bags, we're doing the very American thing by keeping our tea bags in the cup. So it's not that we just didn't brew it long enough. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I expected more. Me too. But it's got the chocolate. It's got the chocolate. It's not, it's not bad. It's just not anything special. Yeah. I would not like some more, please. <laughs> no more, please. No more, please. No some more, more, some more, please. Sorry. Um, I have been binging. You know, I've got like a new TV show every week now. The Umbrella Academy Yeah. on Netflix. Did you watch that? I watched the first season and then I think I started the second. <clears throat> I liked the first season. I got bored. I was just like, I don't watch this anymore. Um, it's just so nuts. Like, it's just so it. ridiculous. That's why I like it. Season two is when they go back in time, right? Yeah, season two takes place in the... 70s? 60s. Because okay. it takes place around Kennedy's assassination, yeah, 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 yeah. which is 11 63 Thank really you, cool. Stephen King. Which is really cool. Like, I did like... Um, yeah. I liked that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I think I just think it's really clever. Like, um, some of the stuff that happens in season two was like, I don't, stuff that was like planted in season one, kind of. And, and the way they bring things back around is just really clever yeah. to me. But um, I did really like it, but it was one of those shows that I didn't like enough to stick with it. I get that. I get that. I'm going to watch the third season, though. Well, let me know if I should uh, pick it back up. I don't think I even... I think I was really close to finishing the second season. I don't think I finished it. My favorite... I love the drug addict character who can see and talk to the dead. He's great. Like, he's so insane. I just love it. He's Irish in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. So Luther, the the big guy, um, he's British, too. Okay, and I've seen him in others. He's been in other stuff. And like I could tell by the way he, I could hear his accent coming through. Okay. I had no idea with the drug addict brother. Yeah. I was like so shocked when I pulled up his Instagram <laughs> and he was like all Irish. And I was like, what? 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 And he basically has a drug problem because of his ability. Like it's yeah. too, he can't handle it. He can't handle the fact that there's like dead people trying to talk to him all the time. Right. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> but when he gets drunk or whatever, they the voice is quiet down like i don't blame him no I don't. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot to handle but yeah I've, really, I've been enjoying that so we um finished recently the bear on yeah. hulu i told you that 
I don't know if you told me that on this podcast, but okay. you did tell me about that. It was so good. And I put it on my list. It was real good. Liked yeah. it, liked it. And then um, we also finished Blackbird. Okay, that's on that's on my list. It's on Apple TV. I'm just like making my way through all the Apple TV it was shows. Really, it was really good. Yeah, that's And it's based heard. on a true story. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Everything on Apple There's TV. There's been so much, so much on all the streaming sites. I wish everything was on one thing, though. Yeah. I mean, I get the difference, but it's just too much. It's too many, <laughs> too many. Too many things to keep but up with. But Apple TV, for sure, has been knocking it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, Ted Lasso, For All Mankind, Severance. You're saying Blackbird, which I haven't seen yet. Yeah. But, oh, you know what, though? I started another Apple TV show. Starts with an S. And it has the lady who was in the morning show. Um, ba, 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 ba. The lady that was, well, there was a lot of ladies in the morning show. <laughs> oh, um, the girl. Surface. Okay. This is the name of the show. And that one's not, I like didn't finish it. Okay. I don't know. It was just really like super slow burning. And I, And the other thing is. The premise of the show is that she gets into an accident and has amnesia. Oh. So she can't remember anything, like, at all, long term. And I don't know. I'm just getting frustrated with, like, it just doesn't seem super realistic. Okay. Because it's like, I mean, at the very, very beginning, she's, like, kissing her husband goodbye as he leaves for work. And I'm like, but you don't remember him. And you're telling him you love him? Like, it just, it's just, I don't know. It's weird to Oh, me. so, like, after she has, she has the, the accident, accident, then she just, like, pretends in her life? Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. I don't think I could pretend like that. <laughs> if that happened to me, and I didn't know Michael, I wouldn't be like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll just, I mean, I'm supposed to like him, right? He's my husband, so I'm just going to At some like point, I, I was him. clearly in love with him. But, yeah, it's like. It's you like, wouldn't be able to do that, though, after a traumatic Right, and like that's that. what bothers me. And it's like scene number one in the show is like he's leaving for work and kisses her goodbye, and she's like, "Bye, I love you." And I'm like, "But you, but you don't, because you don't remember you him. You don't know him." So yeah, it's just I don't like that. Yeah, no. there there are just some foul, like logical fallacies okay. for me that just I couldn't get past. Okay, so got it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Marissa, thanks for talking books and TV shows with me today. I know we've had a lot of good. Um, a lot of good TV shows to talk about recently. I know. Super well, exciting. I've just been binging away. <laughs> and there's a lot of TV shows that are adapted from books, um, I think, that are coming out, too. So we'll have to check those out soon. That's very exciting. Have you seen Where the Crawdads Sing yet? I haven't, but I Me heard either. it was really good. I've heard, yeah, I've heard it's really good. Yep. All right. Well, maybe we'll make that a date and go see it Let's together. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Well, cheers. Let's go look at movie times. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers. Cheers.